is interested from this scripture in filling mere mortals, men who are out to get a skill with a spirit so that their skill is radically different and the utilization of it is radically different uh, from those who may not have had the opportunity to have an feeling of the Holy Spirit. Now, that takes a relationship with God. So, you may be asking, where is God in the work I'm going to do or in the skill I'm getting trained? We have a scripture here that has told us that God's interest among those he has chosen to participate with him, to do that, that which God wants to see done, is giving some skills in various fields and he's also giving them his Holy Spirit so that they can be able to satisfy him in terms of the kind of excellence or standard of excellence that he's looking out for. So, friends and colleagues, I want to invite you to a conversation today that before we turn to the ant for wisdom, we first need to turn to God for instruction. If he is looking out for men and women whom he is filling with his spirit, that they can become so successful in the way they utilize the skill, that talent that they have, then it's, it, it is an opportunity for us as believers, for those who are believers, for those who have been around believers long enough, but you haven't made your commitment. God is in business with some people. And it will not just be about the training that you are going through together, but also divine positioning and alignment. And that's what I'm inviting all of us to consider today. And across life, God knowing his people and, and the tendencies they are likely to find themselves in, um, he turns us to the book of Proverbs chapter 6. And I want to invite you, because these are the two texts I'll read, and I will, I'll, I'll refer to these along the way, and I want them to be active in our memories. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6, the Bible says, Go turn to the end, you sluggard. A sluggard is a, it's an old word for a lazy person. And, and, and the Bible is very interesting because the kind of descriptions that we find in scripture with regard to laziness is one of the species you don't want to find yourself. Just consider the ways of the ant and take wisdom. And I mean when you find God directing a whole human being to a very tiny animal, an insect actually, to go and take wisdom from there. My voice is not adequate. They don't have the muscle power, even the brain power you wouldn't say they have, but they seem to know certain things that God knows in his wisdom that if we turn to those, I would almost say, with some caution, as a last option, we will pick wisdom. He says, hey, look, just in case, since I have reasons why I'm, I'm sending you to the ant, by the way, take note, they have no commander. They have no ruler. They have no overseer. But they have a way of organizing themselves and knowing their seasons and knowing when it's time for plenty and when there is a likelihood the season will change and they know what to do. But you sluggard, uh, and, and you see, he says they have no commander, they have no overseer, they have no ruler yet. Without all these provisions, they store their provisions in summer and they gather their food during harvest. I mean, how far can the Lord send you? to take wisdom lower than that far. You are told an ant knows when you guys who are farmers, when you have crops are ready for harvest, and they know that crop is seasonal. It's going to end. There is bump harvest yet, and you are celebrating your harvest. The ants will take wisdom, and will go and quickly get on the maize stalks and any, any maize that falls down, and they will very quickly, and they will come in their numbers because they know time is of essence. If you give one ant at one may stock, for sure the farmer may burn or carry to take to the animals before they have done their justice. And so they come in their weakness 
they are able to interpret their seasons and they are able to know what to do when the time is ripe. They know their seasons. And God is seemingly saying, I have people who have skill, I have people who have the know-how, and they are gifted. For some, I've even given my spirit, but they don't seem to know their seasons. Or they have taken the ability to understand and interpret seasons for granted. And what is happening? They don't seem to be urgently taking actions that will leverage on the season they are in to make the maximum use and benefit of the season that they are in. They think they have the luxury of time. I can drag around and I'll still pull through. I'm only a student, so I can excuse myself. It's like I'm incapacitated. Because you are a student, you cannot do anything else. But the Lord knows your season as a student. He provides instruction. He provides opportunity. He is even the one who is filling you with his spirit so that you can maximally utilize the season you're in as a student to make the maximum. And being a student is not an excuse. You must have received instructions, commands from God so that you may know what else was he inviting you to do during that season of being a student. God seems to be complaining about something. He says, how long will you lie there? How long will you remain where you are as though the season will last forever? Then he says, how long will you lie there, you sluggard? It looks like he was pointing. You know, have you ever seen those kind of questions that are pointing to one, someone? How long will you lie there? I mean, there is directional. I hope he isn't pointing to one you as you hear him today. You sluggard. How I pray that the Lord will never, at any moment, whether in my fatigue, see me as a sluggard. He's, he's, uh, he's saying I'm impatient. When will you get up from your sleep? In other words, he's saying the state you're in right now, you seem to be in slumber while I'm actually filling my spirit with certain people for action. But there are certain people who cannot see their season. They are still in sleep. He's saying, when? In other words, I'm, I'm anxious. I want to know whether my investment in you will count at the end of the day. Whether you make the contribution I want you to make because I am partnering with you in making you what you're supposed to be. But you don't seem to interpret my seasons with you well. You seem to think uh, since you are five years here, it, the, the clock is not ticking. It's waiting for you to do your five years. And then that's when you wake up to do other things. God is saying, I'm almost becoming impatient with you. I gave you a season, but I may have given you a season with more responsibilities. Have you heard me? If you have an least of this. Go turn to an ant. Look at the way they form like a chain. Sometimes by that you may not even notice the which direction they are going, but they know there is one that is going to collect, there is one that is actually going to take to the store. And they can even dare carry a weight 20 times heavier than their, their body capacity. But they are willing to push hard because they know urgency and time is of effect. They know their season. If farmers collect everything and burn the child from the farm, they have no food. And they know there will be no food because they will be planting, they will be tilling, they have to wait until crops which they cannot determine when the farmer will decide to plant are planted and they are mature. And they are, and they, by the way, have you ever seen ants eating green stock? They wait until it's dry. They know they have a long period that, that they have to wait but they know how to leverage on every opportunity when it arises. Friends, how long will you be in your state, in your season? Have you listened to God carefully as he assigns skills and talents and abilities and provides supernatural ability for you to utilize in your season before the next season because certain benefits, you will not be able to transfer them. Let me give you one. There is no other time in history, in your entire life, you will have such an ordered life like when you're in campus. 
you come, what are you given first? What are you given when you come in the beginning of a semester? A timetable. You know your times. You know your classes. And you are given huge blocks of time that, that are, you are allowed. They are part of your season. But what are you doing with the blocks of time that you are not in the classroom or you are not in the lab? Or because you are a student, you don't know what to do with an extra hour that can make you well-skilled, empowered by the Spirit to be able to, to prepare a whole skill that will make you drive in the next season after you are out. I know I'm not talking about those who are here. You are great men. The way you are looking at me, I mean you order your time very well. So go tell those who are not here. So this is for those who are not here. But just in case you are one of them, you know the Lord could be asking you, please, I have given you your season. Leverage on every time. Leverage on the opportunity I have given you. Leverage on the resources I have given you. Let me submit to you. And my friend, uh, the radiologist, why is your partner in business? I know, I, I like the way you are not sure whether you have a partner in business, but I can see a partner in business. Oh, you see? Now she realizes whom I'm talking to. In the earlier service, she and, what's her name? Winnie, they are four years in their first, first semester. They have been stuck together since they came here. It's not by choice. They have no choice for now. Someone else determines they are, they are being in the same class now and also being in the same space. Or do you decide? Can you elect not to be in this semester so you come? So there are certain things that the Lord is wiring for your benefit. But how are you leveraging on Valerie? Is it Valerie? Winnie? So that from here, this season God gave you together becomes a system, a time of boarding, knowing each other, knowing our interests and our abilities, leveraging on our skills because we're in the same industry. But you know, this is the biggest challenge, friends, we have here in Kenya today. The Lord has brought you into his space at a time of an unprecedented advantage. This mobile phone is a dynamite. And I, 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 those of you with Kabambe are not as many. I can suspect are actually many more than those who have the Kabambe. With all due respect, you are not any better or richer because you have this. Actually, you spend more than the one who has Kabambe. Who is it? But what are you doing with the technology God has put in your hands? I wish I had this in my time in the university. For me, I only was able to see a computer once in the lab. And it was so huge, almost the same size as this stage where I'm in. Those were the computers. You may think I'm ancient. I'm not. The technology has been changing very fast. A study has been done in Kenya. And we have realized that the youth in Kenya are spending 13, 13.5 hours on social media. You, you are in TikTok. Instagram is your mainstay. The short videos, before you realize you have watched five now, Jashiba, because someone else is taking advantage of you. For you, you think it's entertainment, but someone else is making money for every minute that you are spending watching that TikTok. Is it helping you, that short video, is it helping you hone your skill as an engineer? It has nothing to do with engineering. It has nothing to do with radiography. But we have things to do with radiography in the internet. They are there. But because people are using algor algorithm to, to cage you, so that they make you a captive, and you are ever and seated there, actually helping someone else make money out of you. You spend the little you have while I'm becoming a millionaire because of you. And I'll ensure I cage you. Before you finish this, they bring other related ones to ensure you remain in my zone. Actually, you're like a tethered cow. 
They will not let you. It takes courage and willpower for you to break away from that addiction. And many of you think you're doing so well because you have taken the last two hours. Before you came here, some of you want to repent. You have done more than two hours. Not that you are asleep or doing a very meaningful work that you came for that service. Not that those who came for service are holier than you. But you are stuck in some things. A season that is meant to, to, to make you gather momentum that will make you such a skilled worker or an entrepreneur, you have actually been wasting the very time he has given you. You are not like an aunt that knows my time is short. Four years and I'm out. Let me tell you, for those of you who have labs and your lecturers, some of them are consultants who are paid highly elsewhere, but you have, you have them, you have reduced them to your lecturer. Only contact hours in class. He's paid. He's available for you. For what he's paid to, to consult, he's available for you. But woe to you. You are still, you are still in your slumber. My friend, I've been privileged to sit by God's grace in boardrooms where we employ and, 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 and we interview. And occasions, by the way, any time you're invited for an interview, know that your CV, you in the CV, not the real you, you in the CV has scored above 70. We only invite you to compete for 30%. But the, what is worrying us today in Kenya is that we wish you don't turn up. We employ the person on the CV. Because you wish angekuja. Because the person, the real person is not actually the person on paper. Hello, are you together with me? Please, know when to transition. You are no longer young. Because you are a college student does not mean you are young enough to start becoming a skilled person. Your business, your, your social language into a business language. You come there, we invite you to construct a sentence. You become a stammerer. And you're wondering, excuse me, how did you become this? And we ask you a question and it takes you over 30 seconds for you to be able to know where to begin. Or some, you have sustained habits because you're a social being. You've never known I'm now grown. Oh, because you can now get the earpods. You are the best. You know? Oh, you can't even socialize with us because you have very important things singing in your pocket that no one else hears except you, my friend. You think the Lord did not, why didn't you do like Cain to take you where there's no one else so that you can do that thing? The Lord has given you resource persons here, business partners that you can engage with later in life. But this is the only space you have them, captive for you, for five good years. And you can't make five meaningful friends that can last with you for eternity. Because you think, I have a phone, I have money. TikTok guys, will they ever know you? But there are people who are taking wisdom. In this August, I was away in the U.S. And my cousin here, Janice is here. She knows that. I went to speak in a conference in the U.S. And I'm finding young people. The average age in the room was 26. And one appraiser says, sir, as you make your presentation, it's not rudeness. But I will step out a couple of times because I have set a target teams who are working for me and, 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 and so if they, if they send me a chart and I need to act, please allow me to. Which he does and by the third day the guy comes announcing hooray, I have achieved I've hit my target and he announces he has set for, him, for himself a target of hitting his business of hitting a hundred million dollars. I like the way some of you have gone to Kenya money already. You are calculating to see how much it is. <laughs> I mean, they are using technology. Him, he, what they are doing, they are using AI. To, 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 and, and this is what they are leveraging on, what, exactly what we have. And they, they want to now, because you know Kenya in the global space, Kenya is the lighthouse for Africa. So whatever we sell in Kenya can be, can be sent into the rest of Africa. What Kenyans speak... And you know KOTs, Kenyans on Twitter, my friend, you are nuisance. But for the wrong thing, I wish you are making money the same way you are. So, I mean, we are recognized all of us. You know, there's a time we took UN hostage. That, that bit, you know. Oh, the kind of, my friend, the kind of messaging UN and to stop us and see what is the problem with Kenya. 
But were we making money? No. But was the Leon, uh, the, the, the Musca, was he making billions of shillings out of So what they do is they use AI, they see the, the kind of places you want to spend your time, and they'll get uh, uh, some, some coins which they'll sell to some of the big boys like the, mo- like, like the owner of Twitter has no time to go creating apps and the like. He has no time. There are guys who are supplying that at your expense. So it's true. They are with their gadgets, but for a different reason. Please, Kenyans. I'm Ken Kumakucha. Have you ever heard that statement? The Bible says, please understand this. A little slumber, this is a timeless message. A little slumber, or a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to rest. And poverty will strike you like a body, or hit you. You will not realize. But what you are doing was in little bits. A little slumber. Niongeza kidogo. Tusinjua. Njua imewaka. Wengine wameamuka lakini. Let me push to only nine. I know those are not here. Only nine. You know. Ah, nakanakua katamu. Nine hata inalia unasema. Sasa isimu inanizumbua. Wendi unaizima. Na wendi uliseta lamu. So you are fighting with your own culture that are helping you become. And then from there, and you are told it does not take long. It will just be sudden and random. Because you missed your season. A season to be awake, you decided you can be asleep. You are the only one talented one with sleep. So after you have slept, so what? Utanona. Join others in working. Amen. And he says, if it's not poverty, scarcity. And look at the ones he used. Scarcity will, will hit you like an armed robber or an armed man. I mean, the Bible uses imagery. That if you cannot pick wisdom from the ant, watch an idea. Have you ever met an armed robber, Villa Nagonga, Anauruma? I mean, if you miss the ant, you not miss the robber imagery or, you meet, or, or, a bandit, or, or, or a burglar who will come and hit the door and get into your room together with your door. I mean, if you can miss those ones, then you are a sluggard. You can't see. God has introduced us to himself in the beginning of the book of Genesis, the one you are in a relationship with is not a sluggard God. He's a working God. He said, in the beginning, as we begin my life with you and my assignment with you and my partnership with you, I want you to know my character. I am a working God. We are told he was working. He was creating the heavens and everything else. He had rhythms and he had routines. He knew six days is no time for rest. I'll put hard work and he thought for six days he walked. And on the seventh day, he rested. But what are Kenyans doing? They are resting more than they are working. So if you look at your day, the actual hours you worked, the timetabler, the rest was you were resting. If you look at the balance of those hours, you rested more than you worked. And those ones are not here. They are out there. My friends, when will you wake up from your slumber? Know that you don't have more than four years and you should have gotten that A. You should have developed the muscle and the character and the stamina and the rhythm that will make you when you are hitting the job market. My goodness, you are sought after. I was sharing with a few of your friends uh, something I remembered about myself. Can I share it? This far, I have never applied for a job. I have been picked for all the jobs that I have done. Because everyone is looking for talent. Everyone is looking for someone who has been able to, to differentiate himself from others. If time allowed, I will tell you, I'm forever grateful for Christian Union in Kenyatta University. All the volu- I started as an usher. I grew into the exec and I was the CEO treasurer. Oh, my summons on giving, my friend, you had to give. There was, there was no other way. Because I had learned real life when you become faithful with your resources before God. I learned how to manage money and keep money. Of course, God gave me some, some seasons where I survived by God's grace. But I'm happy I never fell then. Because at the time I was keeping, we never had an, an account. 
and I was keeping in my room with the frail locks like the one I can see there of 800,000 shillings. And that was the semester that I nearly got exposed completely. I survived on Sukuma Wiki and Ugali for breakfast, for lunch, and supper. Nikafika mahali singe nunua kitungu. Na nikona pesa ngapi? Lakini najiuliza nikichukua hii pesa ya watu wa mungu. Na sijui nitatoa wapi. What will happen to me? Si hapa ndiyo nitaisha. Hatha nikiangalia kwetu. Sikuwa naona nini naeza use itoke hiyo pesa. We have a God who is constantly at work and is inviting. He says in Genesis 1, 26, he has created you in his own image, an image of a working being. He is a working God. He wants working beings and he's in partnership with you. At the Garden of Eden, the first assignment that we were given was assignment to work. Adam was given the garden. The Bible says he has put provisions for him. Uh, he's, he, he puts the garden and he brings his own person that he has created in, in, also, in his own likeness and he gives him two, two, two responsibilities. One is to work and number two is the responsibility of care. So in other words, God looking at each one of us, regarding, regardless on whether you have a, an active relationship with him or you are working on your relationship with him, his standard is so high on you. He is looking at partners in the work that he came to inaugurate. That's why he asked Adam to do it. He could have named the animals. He could have named the trees. But he created men like you and me and women like, not me, but they are, you, who are able to do it you know, this is an era of LGBTQ, so we have to be very careful. <laughs> Lest you start now, Kumeza uh, Mate, and it's useless. It can't help. Friends, you need to wake up from your slumber. Know that actually God wants to see you progress. But he says there is a timeless principle here. If you train your habits and your rhythms are those of trying to extend a season that cannot be extended, trying to find sleep when everyone else should be actively engaged, carrying more than 20 Times you are Lord because you know God is giving you a spirit and divine enablement to carry this through so that you can be, by the next season, you will have actually met the standard that he's looking for. He's looking for men like those. Hard work, discipline, industry, all creativity, and leveraging on the resources he has put here, some of which are human resources, the people you are with here. Let me tell you, and, 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 and I think I need to say this so that you understand the urgency of the matter. Some of the labs that you are using today in your profession, you will not be able to equip any lab like that. Sorry to say, for some you, your entire lifetime. For some, it may take the next 10 years. But what would it take if you took advantage of all the provisions here today and decide, I have an idea since I have access to this lab because of being a student here, because that's the only ticket you have, and you have an, a consultant, a lecturer there who is willing to hear you, I will I'll team up with a few guys. They will bring what they know. I'll bring what I know. We will start thinking of a prototype. We have access to resources we are not paying for, and we want to leverage on the fact that we have access to machines we may not be able to have the next five years when I live here to come out with something I have created using available resources. So know your season, know what God, the provisions God has put for you and know that it's only, he's only asking you, please, the season is running very fast. Will you awake from your slumber? When you leave all these machines here and that's where you are now starting, where do I start my, my software engineering? I'm a software engineer. Did you have all those things to, to leverage on here, to go out? Now you're thinking of scaling. You're looking at whom can I partner with? Whom can I sell this solution to? Because the hours that you are not in the contact hours in class with your lecturer were hours that were invested in creativity to leverage on the next season because you know it is coming. But what are we largely doing? I know, we tamak. So now that you know, what are you doing about it? I want to salute you for planting over 500 trees as a Christian union in the compound. Here, did you do that? How many Christian unions are you? Okay, congratulations. But how many of you having done that went and planted one at home? I'm enjoying it. 
climate change is happening to us in the city alone. I mean, if you can't go, you are, I mean, you are very rich. And I'm doing this with all due respect. You are very rich, very privileged. You're in the city. How many millions are, are planning for an entire lifetime to make, it, to, to make a trip to the city? And they, some will, and some will never, until they meet their maker. For them, the city is an aspiration. For you, it's your home. I mean, you don't need someone to hold your hand to go to the city center, do you? Except for first years, we, we have grace. Mutajua, it's okay. But what is aspirational for others in Kenya is where you're having fun. And now you want to waste the opportunity God has given you because you don't see the placement of God there. You think, ah, ni campus, me ni mwanafunzi, my friend. The next job you may get may never allow you to be in the city. How will you have leveraged on being in the city? The season he allowed you to be in the city. Let me share a couple of principles that will guide you. The Lord is putting provisions around you. But it will take an industrious person, one who is allied with God, one with an active relationship with God, to be able to see, by the help of the Holy Spirit, what provisions are there for your season today, so that they, you can leverage on those to actually thrive in the next season, which is inevitable. Just like for an ant, clearing the farms is inevitable. They only know how to maximize on the widow they have. Between the harvesting when there is dry uh, stalks or dry matter on the, on the farm and when the farmer is preparing that farm for the next season, which they have nothing to eat, but to remain underground until the next season happens. The psalmist says, Lord, teach me to number my days and apply wisdom. How many of us in our time, your riches will not come in your 40s? The ideas for your riches and wealth development will begin here if you stop giving yourself an excuse. Turning to your maker and saying, Lord, you give me this chance because you know and, and you have given me this skill, this mental power and brain power because there is something you see in me I need to wake up to and align myself with you and your will so that I may become what you want them to. For many of us, the reason why we, is that we are frustrating God that's why you, you are doing it, yes, but you are, because you're not cooperating with your creator, it's becoming impossible. I have a young man who, who impressed me greatly. Some four years ago, in his second year, he had realized he has a lot of time. He was in lower capacity and he started applying. Uh, he, he started registering for short courses, certificate, not even a diploma, while he's pursuing his degree. And even was able to find some outside of Kenya allied in the degree that he was he was preparing for. And, and, and he applied for those. Of course, the certificate level is not as engaging, but he decided to leverage on the, the, the pocket of times that he had to actually do that. He finished one, finished the other from first year. By, by the time he was going for long holiday, second, after second year, he decided he, he can volunteer his skills for free to an organization. And he walks to a number of those. One accepted him. I mean, many people won't volunteer, so they receive him. They give him like a desk, but the guy, he knew he was on a mission. He's a believer. He was a Christian union leader. And he went and gave his all, gave it all. By the first month, oh, this guy had been able to create a niche in that particular organization. They decided, no, the management started, decided, let's give this guy a traveling allowance. After the first month, remember he has how many more months? Five months to go. Oh, the guy with 30,000 at you and your traveling allowance. 30,000, oh, the guy was just doing the thing and when they are enjoying his service, he was able to outshine those who are PNP, permanent and pensionable. Him, he's just doing his thing. And the management realized, no, this guy announces, I'm sorry, I have to go back to college. We are resuming back. And they, they brought him on table and said, hey, can we talk? He said, Sure. He said, you see, we have a proposal for you. How about considering changing your mode of study from regular to evening study? Because we want to give you a job, but, and we will facilitate you. We want you to change at our expense. Not at your parents' expense. So you go discuss with them 
and, 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 and come to and, and get her back to us. He goes, he, remember he has 30,000 he's receiving. Uh, that's not money you want to part with either as an opportunity, isn't it? And, and goes and they say, okay. And actually they, they, they hire him to only be working half day, up to one. And then they can release him to go do his assignments and prepare for class in the afternoon. And which they did, and now they gave him a very competitive salary, and that's what he was doing. And he went to the university, and applied to switch his mode of study, and went to evening class. So in his, in his third year, he is coming in, not in the mode of study he had, but now in a different mode of study, but he's on pay. He worked after some time because of where the organization is located and where he was in lower capacity, the organization is in campus. And, and, and they, they, because of his contribution, they didn't want him to waste time or to leave much earlier because of traffic jam. They decided to advance in a car as a loan, which was reduced from the salary they are paying him so that he can come to work and be able to go to, to, to class. So, and he does it. Remember, he's a student. He's not employed on the basis of what you are working for the certificate which you hope will work wonders and miracles. Because he was able to bring a skill to the market. And to bring the long story short, finally, when he graduated four years ago, he graduated with a promotion of being a manager of the unit which he was in. What he did do different? By the time of graduation, he graduated with the very classmates which they started the same course with. But what he did do different, he was able to know his season. He realized I don't have to wait until I have my degree to be able to know I have gifts and talents I can showcase in the marketplace. So please, today, my saint, with all due respect, I know those I'm talking to may not be here, some may still be here, can you stop excusing yourself by this title? You are a student. You are a mature student. And all of you by now, except the few who have just joined who may not have an ID, you can do it. How many of you have a registered company here? Are you telling me you have not heard about the ancient chambers that register and, and the registrar of companies? Are you saying you are not interested in doing business with the degree that you are, you are pursuing today? Wake up. The season is running pretty short. God is interested in the actual work you do. He's a partner in that work. He's the one who planted the garden and placed Adam there. He has also placed you here for a reason. Will you be able to understand your season and be able to leverage on what he has done? It is God who provides unique skills and gifts and talents and is the one who calls us to perform particular roles and activities. What, has he, what is he calling you to do? Besides being prepared, what is, you know what you are preparing to do, but what is he calling you to do? How are you leveraging on the season you are in to be double clear that the Lord is calling me to be able to go in this way. I'm doing all this course with all this. Maybe for you, if you're in a, in, in, in a processing, uh, or in engineering that has processing processes, maybe for you, you want, you are, you are slowly, by what you have done so far, you can tell you're a process person. You're able to see from the beginning to the end of whatever it is. Or someone else is, is on the quality assurance. They are able to know if you put this here, and, and the Lord is already provoking you from the, the exposure you have so far that you can be able to start seeing, I think I would want to be interested. I want to go to the internet and see what else is given around processes. If I want to be a process engineer, if within mechanical engineering, what else will I be? Who else is doing this across the globe? Now you leverage on technology you have. The, the, the gifting of the Holy Spirit is enabling you to do more than what you can think or imagine. And you realize by the time you are living here, you are not just living with that engineering that you have. You have been able to skill yourself on something the market is looking for. Oh, but today, many, most Kenyans, their favorite part of the, the newspaper, at Akienda, when there's a newspaper, is the obituary. You want to know those who died. Do you happy like you're happy? And you'll find people who honestly, I mean, you can't find anything else you can do. Where is your appetite? Look for the things that help you 
become better because God is on your side. But also, God is looking at, the, at quality, character, and ethics. What quality are you giving him? Not that he's providing a spirit to you for free. He's the one who is empowering you and giving you the skill. What quality are you providing to him? Are you sloppy in the things you do? Are you meticulous? Or you've just chosen laziness. Even things you can do, you don't want it to be associated with you. You could be frustrating God in his, in his agenda both to form you and to, make, to give you a privilege into your next season. Would you honestly say God never gave you sufficient chances here and the ability to, to scan the environment both here and the potential season that you are going to get yourself in and be able to leverage on what he has given you. A number of us, we have, we have resources we can use. You have government loan. The truth is the day you graduate, your parents will not be as generous to you the way they are generous to you today. They will tell you, Kunanduguzako Akoshule. See, they were there. But they are declaring an end of a season. So for you, you need to know by now if you are getting some extra money, even if you eat all the beef, all the cows that are sold in Juja, Bado is his Taisha, Utaishi in Juja. So why don't you balance yourself? Eat, 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 um, Madodo, Munakumbuka Madodo. Nisawa, Utakume graduate, Lakini, you will have saved something for the first year in, in, in the market when your parents are not as generous as they are. You, are no, you no longer have a government loan, but you're also not in a job. So, so you need to still maintain the status that you have. But today you are rich. But as soon as you graduate your purpose, you're almost begging for Mandazi. My friend, didn't you know you, you would get that season? Your character is what God is interested in. And we are told of, 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 of a parable of the sower, not the sower, the parable of the talents, where he gives people talents according to their ability. Matthew chapter 25. Let me paraphrase it in the interest of time and say, now the master is a master who, knowing his people very well, and, and that is an analogy, he decides to give them something to do according to their ability. One was given five talents according to their ability. The other one was given two according to their ability. The other one was given one according to their ability now. Not the potential, now. Oh, the other two are kachagamka. Well, I do not know what the master saw in me, but the fact that he has confidence in me, that he believes I can, I can work this out, I'll work it out. The Bible says they never, they never, they never slept. They invested and went and worked it out until by the time the master comes back, they actually, the five one and doubled and the one for two and doubled. But the other one is the kind that always looks in comparison. Oh, this master, oh, he's very mean. How can Mimi, a graduate, how can he give me one? And he decides, no, this one, he'll see me. I'll, I'll not, because I'm not a wasteful person, I'll bear it. Little did he know. God has a way of testing the hearts and searching, testing the minds and testing the, and, and, and searching the hearts. So that as he prepares a reward, that is by the way Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10 I'm talking about. He, he knows your mind. He's searching your heart. He'll give you opportunities. Because what you do not know is that actually the master when he comes back he will have entrusted you according to your ability because he's preparing you for greater things. When he comes back, the Bible says he, he, called, he called them in one by one. And he said, you, you understood your season well. I gave you five. You are more than doubled. I will now give you opportunity to, to handle more. So could it be that because of not understanding what God's intention is with your academics here, you may actually end up coming out with a weak uh, pass or even a weak um, second lower or whatever it is or even doing many, many soups. Not because you could have done them. Because you are unable to manage the season God has given you. But today I came with the good news. It is not too late. We can make amends. And the Lord, who is a God of second chances, can give you another chance again. 
two lessons that we need to pick from, from the story of the ant that we can apply. One, hard work pays. The ant knows. I would rather carry 20 times more because if I go for just equal to my task, the season may be out and I will never get another chance. So how have you leveraged on what God is doing so that you can do a lot more than your age mates can do because you have known how to number your days. You have understood. You have a divine revelation about where the Lord is taking you. You have chosen not to focus your eyes on what others are focusing on your eyes. You are intricately intertwined with your maker. You have become a worshiper, aligned in character and belief and faith. Righteousness is your portion because you know you have a partner in what you are doing and he, has, he knows your seasons and he's working with you in this season to turn you to a success in the next season. Or have you become like a sluggard who will not know their time? Who, when it is time to be actively engaged and aligning, they are still busy. Oh, finding a little more time to, sh to, 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 to cuddle themselves. Oh, a little more time to phone the because you are first classes in there. Because at midday, we don't expect somebody who looks like they're coming from bed. But I'm sure you have seen such characters. They could not find where their shoe is. Maroche and Dioio. Whew! Class in Makutana. Sanga, excuse me? You're coming like a package who was under harassment. Please respect us. We can't respect us. Respect us. We are professionals in the making. Like in the Villa Umakuja, we don't see in our profession fellows who are serious in engineering. Maroche and Dioio. I'm a socks yet as if anani at any style. My friend, style up. It may be fashion, fashion up there, but is it fashion that you are preparing yourself to? Become like the ants. They know their seasons. Plan ahead. Figure out what your future is looking like. Start planning for that future with every moment you have. Because you know, God has set a pattern for us. Six days of heavy work. Sunday you can take a rest. Ants are social beings. They leverage not because of their strength, on their numbers. They decide we can do this, all we need to bring your skill, I bring mine, my ability, and we can carry all this food to our store before the season is over. You are social beings. Some here are accountants. Some here are in the direction the Lord is leading you and all you need to do is say, hey, can we partner in this idea? You will not make it alone. The way Kenya looks like, partnerships and collaborations are the way to go. They will drive you much further than leveraging on your own resources and skills. All you need to do is say, I think from, the, from what you do, I have this thing I do. Is, can it fit in your scheme? Then give me some shares. Then you discover you are a shareholder without money because you had an idea and you're already having some, some income that comes from the company which you did not have to start. But you were able to figure out for me to get where the Lord has made it clear, we are going together with him. I can't go by the resources I have, by the technical know-how, the way, the, the kind of bias we have in the market, I know I need to leverage on others for me to have an entry. This afternoon, friends, we can choose to cooperate with God. What hasn't he done? When you look at those who did form four exams together with you, how many were privileged to be where you are? But you know the sad reality is this. In Kenya today, the D student employs the A student. Why so? Because we have seemed to trust in our papers and trust in our skills and abilities. The D student knows he has not. Actually, embarrassment. So to avoid the embarrassment, they work themselves to almost kill themselves. Well, kwaapa five years, he alianza na kiosk, iyo kiosk miyakaine, well, unakuwa accountant, anaanza kufuatwa na KRA, imekuwa kidogo taxes, anatafta accountant, an accountant anaguja kumfanyia kazi ndiyo asishikwa na KRA. Who is working for who? Let me invite us to pray because this is a divine conversation 
that God is saying, I'm investing so much in you. All I'm asking of you, you don't have even to turn to the ant. Know your season. Know the, pro the, the provisions are put around you for your greatness, for your thriving in the next season, and for your comfort and enjoyment in this season, or even sometimes for your discomfort, because the next season is more important than the one you're in. Let me invite you to bow down, and we just allow the Lord who is able to reorganize us. For some of us, we may be feeling, oh no, I mean, my fight, in my final year, um, only two years, the Lord is able to give you divine speed, and he's able to, re to help you recover that which you may have lost. Because in times of ignorance, the Bible says, God overlooks. But once he has spoken to you and you know that you have a moment of destiny, it is your decisions and your actions that will determine how far you will go with God. If you choose to still be a, a fence-eater or you don't know how God is investing in you, so you are not working on your active relationship with God, yes, he is a gentleman. He will still let you be, but you suffer the consequences of disobedience, of allowing him not to make you what he has all along been wanting you to do. So, friends, I want to pray with you. And I want to pray for a time of refreshing, for a time of refocusing, for fast years. Praise the Lord. You have an opportunity to hit the ground running. But for those who have already advanced, the Lord is a God of mercy. He is teaching you how to number your days, how to know your season, how to turn just like Christ came on earth and he would come and find someone languishing in sin and trouble. He would heal them, restore them, and connect them with destiny. Today I've come to announce a moment of destiny for a number of us. And I want to pray, dear Lord, that today as they listen to me, those who have wasted time have found more moments of, uh, of, 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 of slumber and resting. When, Lord, you are saying, hey, your season is coming to an end soon. Wake up and match up with my speed because I'm preparing you for something. Heavenly Father, for those of us who have found ourselves, not because we knew, but because of groupthink, we are asking for forgiveness. Forgive us, Lord. We may have wasted time, but we know you are God of mercy. You will still reach out on us today, and you train us so that we can pick wisdom from you, that you will not have to send us to the end. Holy Father, open our eyes to see that you are in a serious business with us. You say for you it's a partnership. You created us in your own image so that we join the routines that you have demonstrated of what you do. But in we choose rest rather than work, forgive us, Lord. Give us another chance to, re to rethink our thoughts, to realign our actions and, and refocus, to change our character and our attitude so that, Lord, we may meet your bill. And I'm praying for this, your children. It's still early for them. They are majority in their mid-twenties. Father, I pray that they will be able to connect with you, that, Lord, they will service any part of this globe because of this moment of divine encounter with you. Lord, for some it may be just that they, they, they have been trapped by social media. They get in and before they realize, time is gone. They have not even done what counts and what matters for what you brought them here to prepare for. Heavenly Father, we pray for, for freedom in Jesus' name. We, we speak release right now in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, we will not be captives of the blessings that you have given us that are meant to catapult us into greatness. But now there are people who are making money out of us and we are slaves. We are unable to, to perform and be what we are supposed to be. Break, break this addiction in Jesus' name. But even as we pray for these, maybe you are here and you have no relationship with the maker who breaks every chain, who, who realigns and orders and, and feels with the spirit. And this moment, you say, Lord, I'm not frustrating your agenda on me again. I want to comply. I want to give my life to you. I want to align my ways of doing things. I'm now putting my frustrations down because I realized I thought I have the knack. I've been relying on my grains and, and my brilliance, and I've now realized it takes more than brilliance and grains. It takes the power of God at work in us to bring us to a moment we can glorify. But are you here today? And the Lord has been speaking to you that all you need to is to say, Lord, I'm here. 
this message is mine. I don't care what my neighbors are thinking or feeling. I know you are on agenda with me and I want to cooperate with you and I want to give you this opportunity. You here, you want to make amends with God and give your life to Christ. Realign yourself with God. Can I see with a show of hand? Raise it and put it down and I'll be able to know whom I'm praying with. God bless you. God bless you. I've seen your hands. God bless you. I've seen your hand. God bless you. Divine opportunity to realign. I want to step out of the pulpit and I want to come to the floor because I want to pray as one among you. Will you join me here and we pray together? We May this become the moment that you have been waiting for. Just walk. We don't have the luxury of time. You don't need to bother about us. Just come to where I am. Let's pray together. Just join me in the floor and let me pray with you. Will you come? Just come. The Lord is speaking to you. It's not about us. It's not about what other people think. It's between you and your maker. And I'm only here as a bridge to pray with you and to reconnect with you. And I'll be gone. And you will have connected. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Keep coming. Keep coming. I mean, when it is you and your maker, what no one else can change it. It's your, it's your engagement with your Lord. It doesn't matter. Who else is in this room? It's you and your maker. Just come. Let's pray together and let the transaction be complete in Jesus' name. That's what we are doing. Thank you. Anyone else? Come. Just come. Bring yourself in the presence of your Lord and, and let us do it for his glory. That's all he's looking for. For men and women who are saying, I'm here, Master. You, I know you are entrusting me with something. Today is my moment and I want to do it. Thank you. God bless you. We want to pray with these dear ones. And as you pray for yourselves, as we engage here, please pray for yourself. You know where you are. But today we want to pray with these colleagues here that are saying, I have, an, I have, an, I have a divine moment today that my life will never be the same again. My utilization of time, my skills, and my, my social network, I'm going to reorder it because I have a master who is always assessing whether I'm making progress with what he has invested in me. Holy Father, gracious God, what a merciful God you are. That you never, you say that you are coming with a reward according to how we have utilized that which you have given us. Will you repeat this prayer together with me? Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for speaking to me. Thank you for reaching out to me as your child. Thank you for overlooking my disobedience and my living my life as though you have no interest in my life. Forgive me of every sin of disobedience. Make me holy and righteous today. Make me acceptable before you. Align me with your plan. I promise, dear Lord, thank you just to use this after me. I promise, dear Lord, I will live in accordance to your will and plan. I will live with gratitude for what I have as I wait for what you are doing in my life. I will live for you and I will serve you because you deserve it. In Jesus' name I pray. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I commit these, your children, to you. They are committing their lives to you today because you have a way of choosing individuals to work with towards Abraham. You chose Noah among others, and today, Lord, among us, you are choosing people whom you are going to invest in their lives. And I commit them to you and to you. Thank you, Lord, that today they are in the, in the body of faith. They are, they are picking their faith in you and cooperating with you. Father, I pray that the frustrations they have been to an end in Jesus' name. That, Lord, the Spirit of God is going to rest upon each one of them. So that, Lord, as they live and serve you as believers, they will also be services and products to people as part of obedience and service to you. And now we rebuke the evil one who has been distracting them in Jesus' name. That, Lord, evil one, you have no hold on them in Jesus' name. We declare them free and we declare them released to serving God and to living out their life in Christ as God's agenda for their life.
We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. Because today has been a day, not just for them, but for all of us as we go to realigning ourselves and our place in you and seeking divine interventions aware that our skills is not just raw talent, but it's, it's an infilling of the spirit to make a difference that honors God. Will you be glorified in our fellowship and in our service and in our study as we study here? In Jesus' name we pray. Bless you, sir. God bless you. You may take your seat.